This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1292. How much should you read before IELTS? Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Today, we will convince you to read more before your IELTS exam. We'll tell you how often you should be reading and make fantastic recommendations for specific books that we love according to your level. Hey, Jessica, how are you? (laughs) I love recording with you, Aubrey. You are so fun. (laughs) I'm going to tell you guys a little peek behind the curtain. Sometimes I think people maybe start a recording the same every time, but I like to switch it up. I like to throw you off. I think just I like to make you laugh. (laughs) So here's what happened. Okay, we are going to talk about reading. Today's episode is full of um, not just like motivation to convince you guys to read, but recommendations, like real recommendations on how much time you should be reading right now while you're preparing. And we're going to give you exact, wonderful recommendations for things you should be reading according to your English level. So that is all coming up. But what happened just now? Why was I laughing (laughs) as soon as we started? So um, usually... Before we start an episode, we have to do like a countdown, right? We're like recording three, two, one, and then we start talking. But today, Aubrey, will you like reenact what you did? Yeah, I was like recording three, two, one. Hey, Jess. But you were like quiet. You're like three, kind of two, one. And I, it, it was funny. It was funny. I Okay, maybe I didn't explain it. So our listeners don't think it's funny. <laughs> Let's move on. Today, we are answering a question from a YouTube subscriber. Thank you so much, Suresh Gurjar, for your question. You left a comment on um, the uh, the podcast 1185, that video, How to Learn mm. English for IELTS, Three Great Ways. So go back and listen or watch 1185, guys. But Suresh, after watching that, asked us, how many hours should we read for IELTS and what should we read? Two great questions. Yes, absolutely. We're going to dive into both because it's not enough to just to get a general idea of how much and uh, you need specifics, right? You need, I I am the type of learner as well, the same as a lot of our listeners. I'm like, tell me exactly what to do, how many minutes a day and give me exactly what I should be reading and I will do it. But if I just have a general answer, then I don't do anything. Well, that's why our study plan works so well in Three Keys IELTS, right? Because we tell you exactly what to do every day, how long, Mm -hmm. what exactly you should be reading and watching. Um, But yes, guys, you have to have specific schedules for IELTS because there's so much to learn. There's so much to practice that you really need to have um, an organized schedule before test day. Okay, so let's answer the first question first. How much should our students be reading, Aubrey? Yes, you guys need to be reading at least 30 minutes a day 
four days a week. That's a minimum. If you have more time, absolutely read more, add an extra day. And you should be scheduling this out so you know exactly when you're going to read or it just won't happen. All of us do that, right? We're like, I'll read 30 minutes at some point today. Then it just never happens. So plan out your day and figure out, decide when you're going to get that reading in. I mean, um, it is well worth the time, guys, like before you go to bed every night, just take five minutes and look at your to do list for the next day. Look at all these things you've written down or think about all the things you want to accomplish and actually make a schedule for yourself. I've been doing that because I've been so busy lately that in order for me to sleep well, right? And know Mm -hmm. that it's okay. Everything will get done. I do sit down at night and do like a daily schedule for myself. Um, And then you be, you can be honest about like what your priorities are. So right now, for example, guys, um, maybe your priority needs to be IELTS. So instead of doing some other activity that you can do later, right? Take that off the list and replace it with reading. Yes, this is going to help you avoid that habit that we sometimes get into where if the day before we're not really clear about what we're doing the following day, then we wake up in the middle of the night just stressing about everything we have to do. So just like you said, eliminate that, get really organized, plan out your day and plan to spend at least 30 minutes reading four days a week while you prepare for IELTS. Now, I know a lot of listeners are just like, I don't like reading. <laughs> well, guys, we have four ways to convince you to read. Four, four ways in which reading uh, is vital to improving your IELTS score. So we're going to outline those for you. And then we'll give you specific recommendations for books that we love um, and some other things according to your level of English. So the first reason why you should be reading, vocabulary, of course. Um, Aubrey, can we give our students specific ways to learn vocabulary while reading? Yes, right. You need to be looking for that higher level vocabulary that would impress an examiner in an essay or your speaking test and add two new words to your vocabulary notebook every time you read. Don't add more than that. If you're trying to add hundreds per page of reading, of course, you're never going to want to read. That's miserable for anyone, right? It's terrible. And you still need to be engaged, right? It needs to be enjoyable. So limit yourself to two. Choose two interesting words that seem like they could be useful for IELTS speaking or IELTS writing. And when you add these to your vocabulary notebook, add them with the sentence they're used in. Come up with another sentence that's applicable to you so that you're learning them in context. Um, Yes, I love your recommendation of choosing words you think will be useful on the test. And I would add to that, if you find a new word that is just like really fun, use that too. Because if you're interested in this word somehow, maybe just the way it sounds, you're more likely to remember it. You're more likely to use it. So I'll give you an example. (laughs) Um, It was from the book I'm going to recommend in a little bit. Um, The word unctuous. Okay, this is such a high level word. And I'd heard it before, but I didn't remember what it meant. And I I looked it up and it describes something that's like greasy. And it could describe like a like a sneaky, oily, um, like greasy person as well. And I just love I fell in love with this word last week and I've used it like twice. I love it's that. so fun. You're like added to my vocabulary bank and now I'm going to use it all the time. Unctuous because it just sounds like bleh and that's what it means. All right. Um, And 
One last note on the vocab notebook, guys. Do make sure to um, use the words in there. Review that notebook every week and keep it open in front of you and make yourself use those words out loud. Okay. Uh, Grammar. Reading significantly helps your grammar improve because the more often you see correct grammar, the more likely you are to remember those rules, especially rules you've already learned but are not quite cemented yet. The more often you see this correct, the more often, I mean, the more likely your brain is to remember and then you will use it. Yes, absolutely. Right. The very best way to learn difficult things like phrasal verbs and which preposition to use when is to see it used correctly in what you're reading. And then as you when you go to write your essay, you will know how to use it without having to spend hours and hours memorizing grammar that might not even stick because that's boring. Yeah. Reading is the best way to improve your grammar. Um, Also, reading, especially newspapers, gives you ideas for speaking and writing. And that, I think, is kind of a no-brainer. I feel like that's an obvious benefit (laughs) to reading widely. Um, Because you you have no idea what IELTS is going to ask you, right? So you need to be gathering ideas and facts and trivia and opinions about a wide variety of topics. Um, Now... The last reason is that it helps you on the reading exam. Now, why is this the last reason? Right? Because the reading exam is actually not just a fluency comprehension exam, right? Right. There's so much more to it. You have to have strategies to get these answers right. But you also do need to improve your reading fluency. You're never going to read everything, every word of every passage on IELTS. You just don't have time. But you do need that confidence that comes as you're improving your reading fluency that that you're understanding what you do read, right? You'd be able to have to be able to understand the questions and find those keywords. So you do need to be able to get the gist. You need to improve your reading fluency, but do it reading something you enjoy. All right, awesome. Now for the the funnest part to my mind, because you and I love talking about books and stuff. All right. So we've divided our recommendations into two categories. Okay. If you are intermediate or lower, as far as your English ability, um, we do need to choose things that will still be comprehensible and enjoyable to you. Like don't start reading James Joyce Ulysses or like Tolstoy's War and Peace. Like don't start reading... (laughs) these like crazy hard things if um, you're at an intermediate level or lower, right? We want you to enjoy reading. So here are some very fun recommendations for you guys. Um, Look for YA novels or young adult novels or even slightly younger age than that. Um, I read an awesome book that was for like sixth and seventh graders last year called The Care and Feeding of a Pet Black Hole. I have recommended this book to so many people like adults because it's just it's such a lovely look at um, at at grieving and sadness when Mm -hmm. when we lose somebody, what happens in our lives and our minds. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful story, but also fun and funny. Right. Because it's from um, an elementary kid's point of view. So that one is awesome. Um, the 39 clues series, Aubrey, did you ever read those with your kids? No, I didn't, but there's so many YA series, right? It's impossible to read them all, but yeah, I've heard that one's really fun. Did you read it? We're still reading it. Um, it's like a million books. It's yeah, I think, uh, 22 
if I'm not wrong, but <laughs> fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, my son, even though he's 12, he still likes me to read to him every night. And I do. And we've been reading, we're on like the 10th book in the 39 clues series. And it's, it's travel, it's history, it's culture, and it's fun. Oh, so awesome. get into that series guys. Um, and then one last resource for you. Um, Oregon Battle of the Books. If you just go to the website, OregonBattleOfTheBooks.org, you will see lists and lists of amazing, amazing books per grade level. And they're all chosen by like really fun, cool librarians. Awesome. <laughs> and like, they're all so good. James has loved every book he's read from those lists. So go there. Awesome. And if you are intermediate or higher, we also want to read a couple of books that are recommend a couple of books we're reading now. I saw the film A Man Called Otto starring Tom Hanks, and it was oh. beautiful. I loved it. I cried. It's so good. It's on oh. Netflix right now. And I was telling a friend about it. And she said, have you read the book? It's called A Man Called Ove. And that so was a movie I as well. Well, it's the same. Like a foreign language movie. Was, yes, it's a foreign language film, A Man Called yeah. Ove. And then they redid it as an English language film that was just released starring Tom Hanks. Cool. So yeah, you could see either of those. And then she recommended the book, A Man Called Otto, or A Man Called Ove in English. And nice. I decided to actually have it right here that I got it in Spanish. In oh, cool. Ove. So it's, I'm taking our advice, right? I'm going to, I've got to improve my Spanish. I should be reading a book in totally. Spanish. But I've heard the... The English language book is fantastic. So you guys should check it out. That's awesome. And then um, I want to recommend just one book, the one that I'm reading right now. It's called A Thousand Recipes for Revenge. It's um, so if you're if you're a Kindle or no, sorry, if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can get free books every month. And that's mostly what I do just nice. to save money. And there always yeah. is something good. And this is a free book that um, that I got. And it's so good. It's a fantasy novel. It like takes place in this world where um, certain people are born with m magical abilities regarding uh, food. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, that sounds right level, up your alley. Like <laughs> wizard chefs. It sounds oh, it God. sounds so crazy, but it's so good. I that sounds amazing. I love it so much. Just lots of magic and intrigue. I um, want to recommend one more. I um have been reading Scrappy Little Nobody by Anna Kendrick. It's her memoir. Her. <gasps> She's so funny. She's you gotta hilarious. read it. And I I've I'm like almost done. It's just such a page turner. And I think any memoir that's by a comedian or an actor that. is just like so clever and funny. And it's almost more like a YA novel, right? Like they're meant to be really engaging. Like Tina Fey, um, Miss Bossy Pants, I think yes, was her. It's so good. So good. Um, and then, of course, besides novels, guys, um, you do need to be reading the newspaper as well. So include that in your reading time once or twice a week. Um, the New York Times, The Guardian. Um, if you're a little bit lower level, USA Today has a slightly lower um, level that it's written at. So those are all of our recommendations. Sorry we rushed through the newspapers, but the books are more fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, this right, is awesome. awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to be able to answer this question. Thank you, Suresh, for sending it. Yeah, the bottom line is, right, reading is important and you need to prioritize it, but really be systematic about 
taking this time. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. Weeks will go by. You're like, when's the last time I read something in English? <laughs> if I don't write stuff down, it's never going to happen. Never going to happen. Like that is just a fact. Um, mm -hmm. Hence, again, I'll show it my to do list <laughs> that is tattooed on my hand. You can see it on YouTube, IELTS Energy TV. All right. <laughs> awesome. Aubrey, thank you so much for your book recommendations. And yours. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.